Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Nintendo's podcast. My name is Brayden, and as always, I'm joined by my beautiful brother, co-host Connor. Hi, Connor. Hi, Brayden. <laughs> it's, it's weird saying your own name. It is. I think we need to start doing that differently. <laughs> Let us introduce the other or also, something. Also, what kind of podcast is this? Nintendo podcast. Uh-huh. For the video games both new and old. Yeah. Did I mess up the intro? Uh, maybe. But, you know, we're in talks of changing it anyway, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so who's, who's, who's counting? Yeah. We're here to talk some Pokemon today, mm-hmm. which we were just discussing before we hit the record button. Like, we've done quite a bit. I don't know if there's any franchise that we've covered more on the podcast collectively. I, th- I think this is probably the one. We've, we've covered new Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Conquest long ago. Mm-hmm. Y'all talked about Red, Blue, and Yellow longer ago. Yeah. Uh, Brilliant Diamond, yeah. Shining Pearl. Not, not too long ago. And the top tier episode of Pokemon that we've covered, besides Conquest. Conquest was just, that was a cool one. I <laughs> I enjoyed that conversation, at least. Yeah, um, it's a cool game. But Arceus, uh, we, mm-hmm. did, we did talk about Legends Arceus when it came out. But there's been one Pokemon game that has come out. Um, yeah, it's been a while now, but yeah. we're on the, we're on the cutting edge here, truly. Absolutely. The zeitgeist. I am a little eager to talk about it, though, so late in the game. I don't know. I, I, I have certainly have thoughts, but I'm excited to discuss them spoiler-free, because, mm. not to get too ahead of myself, but it was the latter half of the game that I enjoyed the most. Um, oh, interesting. Some of the most spoiler-heavy material, so, you know, okay. it's, I'm, I'm pleased we're here. For Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I I did pick up Scarlet right when it came out. You know, as with every iteration of Pokemon, there are hopes, there are expectations. Um, two very different things when it comes to Pokemon games and sure. the Pokemon company and what they are capable of delivering. Well, maybe the best jumping off point in terms of discussion is... When we last left our heroes, mm-hmm. I remember we were talking about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, yeah. and we were both kind of coming away from it, concluding that maybe Pokemon is just not for us anymore. Right. You know, maybe maybe we've grown out of it. Maybe Pokemon has grown into something that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, leaving a little disillusion. At least I was. I, I did not get very far into Brilliant Diamond myself. Yeah. I remember post sword and shield post legends arceus and post shining pearl you were feeling beginning to be uh chipped away at yeah in that regard quite a bit abs that is definitely a sentiment that has been pretty pervasive through these most recent coverages of pokemon games and again arceus being the most refreshing mm-hmm. i think um it, it had enough to provide for for a veteran pokemon player i guess that you know really felt refreshing that's kind of where we're at still with scarlet violet um Mm. it's interesting where they've landed on what may be the new formula going forward certain aspects feel good certain aspects make me wish i had been playing arceus and really it's, it's just a strange blend of the two of of old and new like the core pokemon red blue diamond yeah silver like the core pokemon game versus like what changed and innovated with legends yes okay when when pokemon scarlet and violet first started getting promoted when it was announced Mm -hmm. um one of the more obvious innovations was that it was more like pokemon legends arceus yeah in a lot of ways most notably the open world and kind of like the open world format battles i guess yeah with the the pokemon roaming the landscape right um, yeah being available you can avoid them you can yes you can avoid them um you can see what you are approaching like Mm. tall tall grass isn't really a thing anymore yeah you know the pokemon are hiding in random encounters and such yeah um you kind of choose your battles as you feel necessary Um, do you feel like it's better for it yeah i do and I do think it's worth mentioning, like, this is not the first time they attempted this. Even Arceus wasn't. Like, Sword and Shield had those wilderness areas, wild areas, I think, rather, where it wasn't the full map. It was certain areas of the map where, yes, the Pokemon were wandering around and you could engage them in battles. If you if you are a frequent listener of 
Nintendo Gems, you will know I did not finish Sword and Shield. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it that much. Um, and that was like the first Pokemon game I've ever not finished. And so I, I was nervous for Scarlet and Violet, but but it's true. It it is a one large, seamless, continuous world with um Pokemon roaming the landscape, and you can see them from a distance and choose your battles accordingly. Which does make it a little strange for like the trainers. Like trainer battles? Trainer battles, yeah. Whereas when you're playing a top-down Pokemon game, they can kind of pin you into some trainer battles. But this one, you more you, a lot of times you have to be following the laid-out path, like the dirt path that leads from town to town, mm-hmm. in order to interact with a lot of the trainers. And so, you know, like there, there's some hit-and-miss points to this formula and whether whether it works or not making it optional like that yeah it should make you want to battle trainers right yeah you that the you know trainer battles are a key feature of pokemon as a whole like the anime you know what i mean it's supposed Mm. to be about that bonding that competition yeah you know um granted i have always been a pokemon collector more so myself and so like the wild pokemon you know it sits Mm. well with me but well i i should ask um didn't finish Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Did you finish Scarlet and Violet? Yes. Oh, yes. Which one are you playing? Also, I played Scarlet. Okay, cool. And uh, yes, I did finish it. And and kind of like I alluded to, uh, we'll get to it. But the I'm so glad I did. The yeah. end, the end game portion is possibly the highlight. Um, uh, I should note I did not play either of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I still haven't played a mainline Pokemon game in years. Brilliant Diamond was like my most still my most recent foray back into it didn't hook me mm-hmm. the, the scarlet and violet tempted me yeah from what a lot of people were saying and i had a lot of friends get it and they were excited about it still some still play it to this day oh yeah i have a i have a co-worker she um is dead set on getting the full pokedex and is like strongly on her way she keeps me up to date on whether she you know how many she has left and nice. i i admire that mm. i i am not a great long-term player of any game ever you know i if especially if i beat it you know i'm I'm pretty quick to move on to the next thing sure but um but there you know there there's replayability to it are there any other like major foundational changes to like the gameplay or the structure that shake pokemon up a little bit yeah so there's i i have a couple points i want to touch on um, and the first, since we've mentioned Arceus so far, in that game, it was uh, open world. Uh, you, you, you chose a location, and then it was a large, very large arena for you to explore. Mm. And you could utilize these different Pokemon to soar around, or to surf on the water if you needed to, or just move faster. You know, like, um, I, I, I wish I could remember what they were called, but they they were... In essence, like HM slaves that were baked into the game, um, <laughs> yeah. whereas you just got to utilize them as you needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting. I'll go into what this Pokemon is later, but you have this Pokemon co- called Koridon, which is some mysterious, ancient, uh, semi-legendary type Pokemon, where uh, once you get the Pokemon, which is part of the story... Um, you, you can ride on it, and you move a little bit faster. Um, but mm. as the story progresses, you unlock different abilities for Koridon. So at some point, he you, you get a dash, and so you move even faster. And like it's, mm. it is really helpful. Like These are large, sprawling landscapes you need to cover. And he's like the dragon motorcycle-looking guy, right? That's correct. Cool. Um, can you use him in battle? Is he like a normal Pokemon in your party? No. Interesting. So mechanically, he's just like it's just like your transportation. Correct. Okay. Um, That's fair. That's okay. You might get to later, Um, Mm. but uh, and and then you get a glide function for Koridon, and then you get uh, he can climb walls, and and so like it's uh, it's an interesting function addition to a core pokemon game like it felt so right in legends just so many things were different and like yeah they these huge open areas that you need to cover quickly um they've really baked that into a core pokemon experience with like eight gems and you know all kind of scattered throughout a a world map Mm -hmm. i was hesitant on 
that idea until I got later on in the game. The overarching story is you are in this um, new world, new world, new um, region called Paldea. We've never seen before in a Pokemon game. There's this weird crater in the middle, and it's essentially like a circular type island thing built around like this crater. There's cities all around. There's a snowy area, and there's some mountainous terrain and things like that. Um, and you go to the academy at the largest city in the region. You are training to become a Pokemon master, uh, which is cool. And it, it felt a little three housey, houses y. Like, they wish they could have done more with it or something. But it, it set the scene well enough. The school sends you on the school-sanctioned treasure hunt, which is a period of time for you to go pursue, like, extracurricular activities. And each student's treasure is supposed to be unique to them and what they accomplished during this time. Okay. And, and it's kind of... I mean, I think a lot of students in game canon use it to take on the eight gems or mm-hmm. whatever i don't know it's it's just it was strange to me that it was like some school sanctioned event type okay. thing but that's what opens up the game for you mm-hmm. that's that's when you are free to pursue whatever you'd like across the world map um and from there you kind of have three different objectives which is new to Pokemon, in, especially in the way they laid it out. Like, there are these markers on your map showing you where these objectives are. Um, you can take on the eight gems. Traditional Pokemon fair. Cool stuff. You can challenge the Titan Pokemon. There are these strange Pokemon scattered throughout the map that are larger, more peculiar than their average alternatives. So, like... Uh, like one of them, you get a picture of Don Fan. Um, yeah. Basically, basically you, you, you've been you've been playing your own Pokemon games. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, there's a there. Several of the Titans, I think there are five. Several of the Titans are like new Pokemon to this generation, and so like it doesn't feel like a great comparison. But one of them is a is a giant Don Fan with like mm. huge tusks, and I think he's called like Mighty Tusk or something like that. They call mm. him cool, uh, ancient kind of primal names. Okay. Um, and your task is to go study them, like see what's going on with them. And then the other objective you can follow for your treasure hunt are the star bases. The team, team star, star. Uh-huh. is the team rocket of this game. It's essentially a bunch of students who have like quit school and set up their own team. Mm, you have to defeat them to prove that school is cool. Yeah, kind of. Go back of. to class. You you really are kind of. I, I want to talk about each of those three branches. Sure. So the yeah. gem, the, really, the gems are pretty traditional, um, and are fun in the normal kind of Pokemon way. I think a lot of people probably pursued those first, and you can do all these in any order that you'd like. Typically, mm-hmm. um, is it followed by an elite four? Yes. Okay. There's an elite four, and you fight the champion. Again, all of this is kind of run by this school in the center of the Paldea region. And so, like, the Elite Four are more, are like, teachers, kind of. Um, okay. They're all, even the gym leaders are chosen by the school. Interesting. And so, uh, a lot of times the stakes didn't feel quite as, like, dramatic and high intensity as becoming the world champion Pokemon master. Sure. You know, yeah, or something it, it like that. feels a little more... Like it's in a vacuum. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, you take on the eight gems. We're going to start with the star bases, actually. Okay. Which, they they have, like, this interesting mechanic that is new to Scarlet and Violet. You can auto-battle your Pokemon, including with wild Pokemon that are out in the field. You will toss out your Pokeball, and your Pokemon will kind of rush forward a little bit. And if it's in proximity of a wild Pokemon, it will attack it. And sometimes it can take an attack or two and your Pokemon will take some damage and you'll defeat it and get the experience. If your Pokemon is super overleveled, it'll just kind of annihilate the the, mm. the wild Pokemon. But That's nice. That's that's pretty forward thinking. It, it for is Pokemon. It feels good. And a lot of Poke- some Pokemon like require that to be evolved. Like you have to like walk with them or have them auto battle a certain amount of times mm. for them to evolve. You know, it's kind of just some weird mechanics surrounding that. But the star bases are these 
fenced-in areas where there's a bunch of Team Star members, and they're all throwing like their Pokemon out of their balls, and you get to choose three out of your team to auto battle like thirty of their Pokemon within like a stupid long amount of time. Actually, you have like twenty minutes to battle thirty Pokemon. Okay. I don't know. It's 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 not absurdly difficult, and it was my least favorite pursuit in the game okay. um it, it it was very interesting i just think they could have done more with it you said after you defeat them they do something to like the the world or like something these star bases yeah not really they kind of just empty out and they are areas you might have to pass through to get to a town but typically no they follow a storyline regarding this like the team star secret leader like they're all obeying like this weird secret leader i don't know it's both story-wise and gameplay-wise i find it to be the weakest portion of the game Mm. but it does it it comes to fruition towards the end and then there are the titans now Um, does the game just like not really like roll credits until you complete these three whole things do do they kind of like converge they converge, and then there's a portion of game. Okay. Um, cool. Just making sure that you don't, like, after you beat the champion, after the gems and the Elite Four, that's not, like, right. an, an end to the game. The third objective of the game is to to find these titans, to mm-hmm. research these titans. Um, and you find out from a kid who goes to the school, he starts off really standoffish. Like, I did not like his character at all at first. I was kind of annoyed he was going to be a regular part of the game, he, but he wants you to go... He's the one who gives you Coridon, essentially, but he's like, go investigate these Titans. See what's going on. And as you do so, you realize they've been eating this like ma- mystical, magical crystal <clears throat> flora that has oh, made them... This style... style st- 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 what's it oh. called? Oh... <laughs> you're t- you're exactly right it's the terrestrialization Terris- um, yeah that's what i said like the first the, time yeah it's like the crystallization that you can power up your pokemon with i don't know it's it's uh-huh. this it's version's this battle gimmicks yeah mega evolution exactly sort of thing. gigantamax yes um but these wild pokemon have found a source of it in nature and are eating it essentially and becoming huge and scary and mm-hmm. troublesome so you you later find out Arvin is essentially using you to clear the way of these Titan Pokemon so that he can get to the plants that create like this terrestrialization power. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first two, I think, he's like, move out of my way, give it to me. And then the third, you learn he's trying to heal his old Pokemon who has it's it's and it, of course it's a dog like they use a dog pokemon it's called mabas mabastiff okay um like mastiff but like yeah with boss in there and it's gone blind and deaf and like barely walk and stuff mm. and he's trying to find a, a a cure for it and he becomes apologetic and is like i just really miss my best friend and i really want him to be better and so not only are these plants that you get after the Titan Pokemon what give Coridon the new abilities to glide and climb and things like that. Mm. But also, it, it actually ends up being a pretty heartwarming story about a trainer just going to the ends of the Earth to, like, heal his Pokemon. Well, but kind of a villain. He's making you go to the ends of the Earth. He starts off as a dick, but he, he becomes your friend, too. Like, it, Well, <laughs> isn't that precious? Yes. I wish I had a little more time to... And, and honestly, memory of, like, the intricacies of the storyline to, to whelm you with it. Because it, it was one of my favorite parts no, of the I game mean, by I mean, the end of it. Character like, development of any kind for any character in a Pokemon game is certainly worth yes, noting. You it, know. It, it felt good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, all of, all of it, even the school setting, like, just having more um, contextual story to any of it other than yeah you're the very best you're setting out on your pokemon journey eight gems mm-hmm. done absolutely you know i'm for it I, I always like when pokemon tries to get a little more interesting yeah. with it yeah really the school setting had some hits and misses for me mm-hmm. but you're right it did establish a nice world around it so what happens after you ha- what ha- what's the the final mission arvin it, 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 
his mom or dad, depending on the version you're playing, uh, is a Pokemon professor and has been hiding for a, a while. Like we, you, you kind of look for them, but you don't end up finding them. Um, Team Star has, well, it turns out their boss is like this little nerdy girl who's kind of been following you around, but um, her name's Penny, and she's very charming. You might have seen her. She has like the red and blue kind of like split hair. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then for the gym challenge, who turns out to be like the Pokemon champion, your rival, she also kind of joins you to go explore Area Zero which is the forbidden area behind the school. It's the crater in mm. the center of the region. I I, I want to say Arvin gets information somehow that his parent is down there, um, and you need to go explore it. And so these three storylines come to, that you can complete in any order. They mm. all kind of come together. You go to Area Zero, and you essentially have a party of humans following you as well. You have these three friends allies who you've made along the way and Mm. to varying degrees of authenticity um penny in my opinion kind of being the least just the team star like i said the storyline felt the weakest they got bullied out of school for their fashion senses and she is like the most bullied kind of and so she ends up being like the leader i don't Mm. know it's charming and innocent slash concerning you know what i mean it 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 has all the drama of a of a good storyline but just the least engaging at least personally Uh um but regardless you're in area zero which is a brand new relatively large area um with these three allies and they're all kind of commenting on things as you go Mm. uh which is a lot of fun um is it just like a meteor like crater is it just like that's kind of what's interesting is we don't know there is planned dlc we don't have all the context here yeah but so you you climb down this crater and have you seen the paradox pokemon have you seen the jigglypuff with like the mohawk or the magneton that's like messed up looking like Uh, i don't know back when the rumors of Scarlet and Violet were first coming forth. There was a lot of talk of like time travel mm-hmm. and like whether you could go to like one version would be past Pokemon and one version would be future Pokemon. Ooh, that's cool. Depending, and it turned out to be true. So depending on which version you're playing, um, so I played Scarlet and so Arvin's mom was missing and she was obsessed with going to the past and like preserving huh. the past. You get down to the bottom of this crater. There's this laboratory. It turns out your parents been dead for a long time, but they created like this perfect AI replica of themselves, um, partially as like an assistant, partially to continue their work or something like that. <laughs> okay. And these paradox Pokemon from an alternate timeline start pouring out. I don't know. Just kind of like scroll through. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. They I've look, seen that with Jigglypuff. They look like fan-made Pokemon. Like, back from, like, the early 2000s. Like, people just, like, drawing strange evolutions. So you, or don't, the, you don't like them? No, I do very much so. Oh, okay. I think they're really cool. I, I'm just not even doing the story justice. Because it it does have a story. And this AI is so convinced that it is the professor mm. that... It thinks Arvin's its child, and Arvin's like, you're not my mom, you are a robot, and she's like, well, your mom really loved you, and so you have to end up, like, destroying the computer, essentially, and all this dramatic fare to to close the time machine and stop these Paradox Pokemon from pouring out, and sure, it's one of the more exciting Pokemon experiences I've ever had. Yeah, and it, it sounds it sounds cool for a Pokemon game. It felt like a climax to a Pokemon game just with with like you said the the, the three team of allies following you around mm-hmm. each from their own kind of separate adventure that I've had emotional stakes in along the way. Mm-hmm. And then we hadn't really dealt with the professor a whole lot, but the way as cheesy as it is, the parent drama sure, and like yeah. the emotions that Arvin went through trying to be like should I feel some type of way about this exact replica AI construct mm. of my parent? 
and having to destroy it. It, it, it was a, a win for Pokemon in my book. Uh, <laughs> it's Pokemon storytelling, at least. Sure, if nothing else. Yeah, it took me by surprise. Um, and so, I don't know. I And after that is when the credits roll. Typically, credits are after the Elite Four, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and so then the Ed Sheeran song plays, <laughs> um, which is... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, cool stuff. Hell but, yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Yeah. And... Now I don't have to play it. No, you do not. <laughs> Spoilers, hey, we made it to the end of the well, discussion, kind of. Well, but, I mean, it's... Should I play it? It sounds no. like it's a cool... Oh, no. No? I mean, if you didn't... I mean, it is still so much Pokemon. And again, uh, if you're going to play like a new Pokemon and want like a fresh experience, Arceus does more with what it has than I think Scarlet and Violet do. Um, Arceus just like not only like the ancient uh, setting, like the, the feudal Japan, like setting feels really good. You can't catch Pokemon outside of battle in scarlet and violet whereas mm-hmm. you could do that in legends yeah you could like sneak up on them and yeah. stealth catch them that was one of my favorite parts of the game too okay um and so they, they took that away the 3d battles you can't move your character around the battle right um it does do a good job of forming the battle perspective if I, uh, i'm trying to think of the best wording for it but like in the overworld yeah, yeah. It, it implements the overworld really well wherever you are standing mm-hmm. um sometimes to a fault because like if you're in like a town like uh npcs will just like walk right through the middle of your <laughs> battle or whatever that's um, fun are there like trainer battles like in towns and occasionally yeah huh um well that is kind of a line of questioning I know it's it's obviously it's been a few months as of this recording since the game has come out. Yeah. Um. It's kind of, it, overall it's generally old news, mm-hmm. but I mean, how are the technical issues? The, the general reception of this game that I recall seeing since it came out is that it's it's certainly one of the best Pokemon games to come out in a in a long time, sure. if not the best one so far. Mm-hmm. Um. Fundamentally, but technically, it's like the sloppiest it is it's it's running it's barely holding itself together on a technical level it's it's supposed to be fortunate but unfortunately i didn't get any of the funny bugs (laughs) where like people have like giant heads or like their eyes are like bugging out did you did you ever like fall through the the ground or anything no i don't think nothing nothing fun just like just frame rate oh frame rate is garbage like pop in like you wouldn't believe especially mm. like you get boosting on Coridon and like you're just flying through the fields and the mountains or whatever yeah, and, and like the game just like can't render it yeah and enough. i mean like i'm convinced i passed trainers that way you know sure, what i mean yeah. like i just didn't ever even see them they never were physical on my screen sonic frontiers meet your man <laughs> yeah i mean and i did like i wouldn't call this a technical glitch more of a mechanical one or something, but like I would take advantage of if you backed Coridon up to a cliff face. This was like before I had the climb feature. Oh, and I, you just I remember like, watching a video of this. You just like jump backwards. Yeah. You can kind of like climb that cliff. And so like I took advantage of that a couple times. You know, mm. it's just like messy stuff like that. Sure. That it, it it is one of the more ambitious Pokemon titles ever made but also yes like one of the sloppiest like it sounds like it was just like unoptimized yeah like it it it, it all the its heart was in the right place <laughs> totally um, it had the right right ideas but like maybe it was just it, i mean definitely it was just rushed mm-hmm. right the only other complaint i would have like rush wise i don't even know and it's not it's not anything performance based mm. but the towns are beautiful like they're really big um but they have a lot of empty buildings that you can't even access sure like i can i can hardly think of any houses that i entered there's lots of these weird restaurants and like i i just hate pokemon gimmicks um the picnics yes yeah where you get like temporary stat buffs and like your pokemon will be more effective against ghost for 30 minutes like cool i don't care I I ne- I don't think I ever used it. Um 
it's not like a, a monster hunter kind of thing where it's sort of a, a must before every absolutely battle. not okay absolutely not i there were a couple gems that like i lost once or twice too like i mean i definitely lost a couple times throughout the game mm-hmm. but it didn't make me think oh i should have a picnic before i get into this battle <laughs> sure. um it was just i went and gr- grinded a little more you know what i mean i got a few more levels and that was it mm-hmm. um and so i don't know i a little more fleshed out world building wouldn't have been the worst at least for the just the the villages and cities and things like that what do you think of all the new pokemon for the most part they were cool i really like the like there's a weird new diglet um, the wiglet the wiglet i love the wiglet <laughs> okay good yeah. cool you, you you're fairly familiar yeah i've um, seen i've seen some of the new ones and like the new whooper um is it, is he brown yeah, yeah i think he's ground type okay or electric maybe i don't know but yeah i don't know i really like some of like the Haldan forms yeah, yeah. I, I suppose you'd say and then some of the new pokemon are a little goofy there's one in particular i can't even like get a full picture of it but i just i see it and i'm like that was dumb like <laughs> um, and i think it was one of the titans too Ooh, yeah this orthworm he's got like little cartoon like <laughs> dot eyes uh, I don't know. He he was just kind of goofy. Hate him? I kind of hate him. Um, <laughs> so uh, as always, they're kind of hit and miss. Mm. I I don't know. They just need to go Digimon already and like just start doing like oh, cool. Oh, that. there's a cool Caesar. Yeah. Right. Is, is that that's one of the paradox? Okay. I'm, oh, where? Yeah. Okay. Is it like a future Caesar? I think so. Okay. Which I didn't get to see. I'm um, I'm cool. I'm chill with that. And. They got some. Digi- that's a Digimon-y design. Yeah, they got some. They've got some in there. The paradox stuff is so cool. I'm a huge fan of that concept. Hmm. Of course, they're gonna go away, just right. like the freaking Mega Evolutions did. Next generation. And yeah, it's which bums me out. I I don't know if I'll turn Scarlet Violet back on for a while. You know, unless I get really compelled to train my Gengar some more or something. Hmm. But uh, but I'll definitely pull it up pull it up for the dlc hmm. interesting it still feels like at the end of the day arceus has done more for my own hope and perspective for the pokemon series um, it inspired me more to care a little bit <laughs> more more leaps in that one than steps yeah yes but uh but scarlet and violet definitely kept me entertained and and is a worthwhile entry if you're looking for a place to get back in. Well, that's that kind of thing. Like, when the game came out and all, all my friends were playing Pokemon again, you know, for a little bit, it it, it almost hooks me mm-hmm. for a little bit. But then after the hype dies down, I'm like, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. You could convince me to, to pick this up. Sure. To pick up Violet, right? You got Scarlet? Yeah, I yeah. I forgot. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. You make it sound cool. I'm glad uh, you yeah, and I would support your decision, but you've been on your own Pokemon journey. Ah, uh, uh, yes. If if you're ready to to, sure. to switch on over, well, any final words on Pokemon ScarJo? Do you recommend it? Do you like it? Who is it for? Once again, it feels to to reflect the sentiment that we we stated towards the beginning. I don't know. If Pokemon's for us, like, it just, it is so kid-friendly. Yeah, some of the story elements that I talked about were, like, leaning toward dark, you know? (laughs) Well, Your friend's a sick dog and having to kill your parent, um, you know, like, there's something there. But, like, overall, it's all very silly and kid-friendly, and it's not the most engaging game that I've played sure recently you know um and so if you like pokemon you will love this game um if you're looking to maybe try new pokemon like you will still probably like this game but you know if you if you haven't played in a while and you're like i'm looking for a great game this uh, enter at your own risk um shimigami tensei 5 instead that would be yeah <laughs> well i mean it's honestly yeah it's, you it's, nodded as soon as i said that like yeah that is a much more robust time-consuming thought-inducing meticulous game. yes 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 
Oh man, that's fun. I haven't thought of that game in a minute. But uh, that's man, a- I got you that Devil Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one that I, is that the one that I, you have now? Devil Sur- Survivor Overclocked, Megami Tensei. Cool, cool games. Mm-hmm. Play those instead of Pokemon. I'll say it. Maybe I'm so. I'm from the I Tem. I gave Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl a chance. Dashed my expectations to the to the wayside. Trash game. Um, trash game. It's fine. Whatever. Um, Scarlet Violet almost got me back in, but I'll say it. Play those Megami Tensei games. They're 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 good for you. Mm-hmm. Good good healthy diet. Yeah. On those games. Um, you are correct. I've been on my own Pokemon journey. Um, with a weird one. Uh, an odd one. Not my own. It's not. It is not my own journey. Um, in fact, there have been times. There have been sessions, rather, uh, where those in my party have journeyed without me or attempted to, but met the same end. <laughs> um, me and my buddies are playing through Pokemon Stadiums One and Two <laughs> at the moment, which is such a weird thing to say. Playing through. Sure. I want to address it, but like. Uh huh. At least the way I played Pokemon Stadium back as a child, there uh-huh. was no playing through. You just played with your friends and battled, or played some mini games. Okay, uh, yeah, well, yeah, they, they've got they've got single player content. I know that's Did, what you didn't know. I mean, no, I, remember. I knew that. Okay, and I <laughs> and I played it as a child, but that was not how I played Pokemon Stadium as a kid. Okay, I didn't play the way you guys are playing. Well, yeah, so. Well, let's I'm sorry. I uh yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got myself in this situation. <laughs> let's rewind. Um Pokemon Stadium is a Nintendo 64 game. Um released in 1994. <laughs> um, 64. For the Nintendo 64. <laughs> um, it is you know, we um we've covered new Pokemon Snap on this. We covered Pokemon Snap and new Pokemon Snap on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, new Pokemon Snap was more recent. And and I remember addressing... I mean, you're looking at me funny, but the episode was also more recent than the Pokemon oh, Snap okay. episode. Was... <laughs> yeah, the new one is more recent than the old one. Yes. Uh, I did not feel the need to spell that part out. Okay, got it. Um, but... I'm glad you did. Thanks. <laughs> the bear's kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> this White Claw. Yeah. I'm feeling that second white claw of the oh, evening, man. man. Boy, howdy. Um, but I rem- what I remember mentioning is that the novelty of Pokemon Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me here. Yes. The novelty of Pokemon Snap at the time was seeing, you know, the, after Pokemon Red and Blue, back yeah. when they first came out, the novelty of Pokemon Snap was seeing your favorite Pokemon in 3D yeah. in their natural environment. That was cool because it was fascinating that Pokemon Snap came out before... Before Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium, that's correct. You're yeah. listening. Thank you, class. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Pokemon Stadium is, I mean, it's the, the Pokemon Snap was a spinoff, but Pokemon Stadium is like kind of the core Pokemon experience on a console. It's like a battle simulator or yeah. something. Like it's like a it's a Pokemon it it kind of is a Pokemon battle simulator. In, in the way that like traditional Pokemon games like from Pokemon Red and Blue from the jump mm-hmm. to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, they're they're you play as a character on a journey to, you know, get all eight gym badges or whatever or with elements of exploration and yeah. They're, world they're design adventure game elements yeah. you know you're you're exploring through a world you're conquering challenges and meeting characters there's a story being told mm-hmm. most of those trappings are kind of gone in pokemon stadium the battles are there the pokemon are there mm-hmm. but there's no exploration there's no story um you are you don't really have like an identity as a character mm-hmm. um but even that's almost getting ahead of it, uh, b- because you're you you kind of use your own. That's the idea. That's... The, the gimmick of Pokemon Stadium is that it has these this battle simulation to it. It it has the main stadium mode where you can enter a Pokemon team into into different brackets. There's like a Junior Cup that's like level five mm-hmm. to fifteen or whatever. 
There's like an all range bracket that's like level one to a hundred. Yeah. Um, and then there's a gym leader castle where you can fight the like the gauntlet of gym leaders mm-hmm. in a sequential challenge. And the way Pokemon Stadium tackles this, the, the way the, it allows the player to tackle these challenges, rather, um, you can either rent Pokemon from the full list of 150. I've always thought rent is an appropriate word for the game, but like for the purposes of explaining it, renting isn't. Yeah. A great way. It's to weird. It. It's a weird term. You it's, choose your Pokemon. Yeah. They give you 151 Pokemon. Well, eh, no legendaries. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it, no Mewtwo and Mew, but everybody else is fair game. You can yeah. choose the rare birds even. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it, it it just presents you with the list of the full 149 mm-hmm. Pokemon. Isn't is Mew 151? 152. So. Um, it's been. I'm I'm not brushed up on my poke lore um but the game does present you with just like from from bulbasaur to zapdos every pokemon and you can build your own party of whatever pokemon you like or want to use um for the stadium mode it's a little more slapdash like you can kind of just choose your favorites and make it that make it through but for the gym leader castle with the gym leaders having more specific type advantages like specific type themes you kind of want to build your team around against a specific type right uh which puts some strategy in there it makes it it's it's interesting mm-hmm. um we'll get into that in a little bit yeah um but the other way that the game lets you tackle the challenges is that the game came with a pack-in expansion for your controller yeah. that let you plug your pokemon red blue or yellow game into it was a it, cartridge it was a game boy cartridge reader yeah you would plug into the back of your n64 controller the the nintendo 64 controller had has a a slot on the back um famously you can put the rumble pack in there so that you can have rumble function for your games that's where the memory card goes for saving data and for pokemon stadium they made a card a pack Mm -hmm. it's hard to describe the the hardware of it but it's something that fits into that slot that also fits a Game Boy game. Yeah. Um, and you can put Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow, and you can import your team from that game mm-hmm. into Pokemon Stadium to fight in the stadium mode or to fight against the gym leaders. Or you can even play... There's a there's a bonus mode where you can even just play your Game Boy Pokemon game on your TV. Right. Which was extremely novel for the time. Mm-hmm. You know, now the Switch collection, Game Boy games just came out for it. Playing Game Boy on your TV is not as novel. Yeah. Um, but for the time, that was really cool. I really liked, I thought that was how I wanted to play it. Yeah. Um, put it on the big screen. Interesting. And so going back to how what how I just like started blurting there at the start of the episode, mm-hmm. I would never, I would occasionally enter those, I, I don't know if I ever did the gym castle, the gym mm-hmm. leader castle. But, but yeah, there were some, like, leagues you could enter that, you know, it would be single-player experiences, and I would probably rent the Pokemon that I wanted and get as far as I could. Yeah. But but for the most part, I, we would have friends over, and we would each pick our six Pokemon team right, and yeah. battle our Pokemon in 3D, and that was the fun. It that w- was the cool part. That is the cool part. It's you. You there's a there's a versus battle mode where yeah, where it gives you the same access to all 149 Pokemon, and you you make your team of your favorites. You fight your friends, um, and it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a Pokemon battle simulator mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. I mean, you can't where the limits come in, and where where the gaminess of Pokemon Stadium itself comes in is how the rental Pokemon are balanced. Right. Um. If you're importing your own Pokemon from the Game Boy game, that's one thing. You know, they're going to be a certain level. They're You're going to have raised them a certain way. They're going to know certain moves. Yes. Be evolved certain ways. Whatever moves you and, gave them, they'll be... Your Pikachu could be level 100 if you trained it to be level 100. Yeah, and and be balanced in whatever way they are. Mm-hmm. But the, the rental Pokemon that Pokemon Stadium supplies to you have fixed stats, fixed movesets, um fixed level like like i mentioned earlier like the stadium has different like in like you said has different leagues Mm -hmm. um like level ranges level one to a hundred or like level 50 to 100 or whatever Mm -hmm. 
and then the game kind of automatically sets all your Pokemon and the enemy's Pokemon to level 75 or whatever. So right. they're roughly the same uh, strength level. And then it just becomes about prioritizing move, different Pokemon moves and typing, mm-hmm. which is where it gets interesting. Back around, and that's all essentially Pokemon Stadium is. Yeah. It's got the, the stadium mode, the gym leader castle. Uh, you can play the game on your screen. It's also got mini games. Yeah. It's got fun mini games for the party. As I recall, really fun mini games. They're not as fun as you remember. (laughs) We played plenty of those as well. Um, There's the battle mode for versus. Um, But so, again, circling around to where you started, me and my buddies have been on our own Pokemon journey Mm -hmm. um, to complete the gym leader castle for both Pokemon Stadium 1 and Pokemon Stadium 2. We'll get to Pokemon Stadium 2 in a second. Um, but the, the, the gaminess of Pokemon Stadium is how well they have balanced the rental Pokemon, letting you choose from 150, for all sorts of purposes, let's just say, start saying 150, um, 150 different characters, essentially. Mm -hmm. That's tough to balance. That's a tough balancing act. And they didn't do a great job. Oh no. Um, they didn't do a bad job. So we beat Pokemon Stadium one. We beat the Gym Leader Castle. Yeah. Um. There's still other challenges to do, but we we just the the goal was to do the Gym Leader thing. Sure. It was fun. Um. It gets a little easy because the gyms are predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a Water Gym, the Electric Gym. Like they have the certain types, and you learn how to t- prioritize around that. Right. Um. And each gym, do you battle two or three trainers, and then the gym leader? Three trainers, and then the leader. Okay. And if you lose at any point, you have to start over from the trainer yeah from uh, the first trainer yeah of, uh-huh. of that gym yeah, yeah yeah right you can you can do the you do the gyms in sequential order sure uh but per gym mm-hmm. uh yeah and and so most they would throw you for a loop occasionally you wanted to think of like counter types mm-hmm. um but generally if you like brought all grass and electric to the water gym swimmer kyle would go down just as easily as Misty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not too bad. Pokemon Stadium 1, playing to type differences, but we also had a few mainstays. Mm-hmm. There are a few Pokemon that were kind of goaded. Just like too good? Goaded with sauce. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the right combination of the right type, the right moves, mm-hmm. countered to their type sometimes even. Sure. And decent stats. Mm-hmm. Um, executor. Was one of them. Yeah. He's got that Giga Drain. Okay. Giga's Drain in the game. Mm-hmm. Articuno's got the iciest beam in the game. Nice. Moltres, hottest flamethrower. Oh, you're, you're talking legendary birds? That's well, cheating. Starmie. Uh, okay, there we go. Starmie, flashiest thunder. Uh-huh. Man, who else do we use? I wish I had the boys with me right now. I hope they're listening <laughs> to this. But it was a lot of... It was, overall, it was a lot of fun. It was fun figuring out the challenges. The Elite Four were... A little tough at first, but eventually the champion went down like a like easy. Really? Yeah. So uh, did you have four battles for that one plus the champion? Yes. Yeah. If I recall correctly. Uh-huh. Ultimately, the gym leader castle of Pokemon Stadium 1 took us like, I think two, maybe three sittings. Okay. We lost some, had to like, you know, you're, there's a much deliberation in choosing your six Pokemon party. Oh, something that I didn't note that is actually really important to the interesting balancing of the game is mm-hmm. you, you do choose your party of six Pokemon, like yeah. like your traditional party, right. but per battle you choose three. Yeah. So at, at the beginning of each gym, you choose your, you select six Pokemon, but per battle... You get to pick which three will feel mo- most appropriate. Right, based and you get to see your opponent's team too. But All they're also choosing them. All you, yeah, you get to see your opponent's team of all six, and they are also choosing only three. Uh-huh. And so you have it's kind of a dice roll. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a chance that's that's how they can manage to balance it that way. Letting right. you choose every Pokemon is because every time you enter a gym or a battle of any kind, there's an element of randomness yeah, that you yeah. can't predict. Otherwise, you would you the game would be solvable. Sure, you know that's that's kind of when we were started playing it. I was like, surely somebody's figured this game out. They know the type. They know the Pokemon team that automatically beats every gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 
it, it it's a 20 year old game somebody's figured it out <laughs> right but that element of randomness kind of helps shake it up a little bit sure that's pokemon stadium one pokemon stadium two everything the same pokemon in 3d Woo! stadium mode gym leader mode you can play your game on the big screen. Um, gold, silver, crystal? Except everything, yeah, is now Pokemon gold, silver, and crystal. Uh-huh. Um, it's the second generation of Pokemon. It's got 256, maybe? No, they didn't add 100 Pokemon. Did they? 250? Let's just say 250. Okay. Uh, don't, don't bother. Um, 250, yeah, we've got all 250 Pokemon now. Gen 2, Pokemon silver. Everything else is otherwise the same. I think the music's generally better. Okay. That's my that's one note. New mini games. Pretty yep. cool. Better mini games? Are um, they any more fun? I think they're I think they're better, yeah. I yeah. do personally. Um Buddy Will likes the Pokemon Stadium one mini games better, but that's because he's better at them. Okay. Um and I may or may not like the Stadium Two ones because I'm better at them. <laughs> Who's to say? But I tell you what, I'll tell you one thing for certain. Yeah. They learned their lesson with pokemon stadium 2 and they certainly rebalanced everything yeah there are no longer favorites starmie is no longer the uh (laughs) the be-all end-all solution he's no longer our boy Mm -hmm. we love him love him to death love him when you can i'm sure love that guy um we've thrown him in as a wild card in a few battles but you 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 do the the strategy it's a lot more interesting. You have to play a, a, even more so for type. Everything everything is more appropriately rebalanced. They've really locked in the... Um, like I was explaining to you before recording, we were talking about this a little bit. They'll give, they'll give Charmander, for example, Flamethrower, mm-hmm. um, which is the, right. like the strongest fire type move. It does, it's the most powerful fire type attack, Yes, but his attack stats will be low. And then they'll give Charizard, which is Charmander's final evolved form. Mm-hmm. He has higher stats, but he'll have like Ember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He'll have like a bad fire type move, uh-huh. um, or like a less powerful one. So they they balance it out in that regard. You, sometimes you want to have like a little glass cannon. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, I don't know. Here's an in the weeds Pokemon thing, but if you're really, you know, you're really getting back into it, you might be able to hang do special attack and special defense matter like they're i can't remember if they differentiate the attacks that way in pokemon stadium or not in pokemon stadium 2 they do okay yes and it's interesting and and some i don't know there's we've we found a few mainstays there are a few buffers wabafet stays in the party yeah wabafet makes the cut he's got counter and mirror force yeah you know what those do mirror shield mirror force I think it's Mirror Force. Okay. I forget. One of them's Yu-Gi-Oh! and one of them's Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's... One of those is Zelda, too. Yeah. Um, but it's got the one that, like, reflects a move. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. One's, ca- one's physical. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You, mansplaining Pokemon to you. Yeah, good old. Um, but, Waba, but it's interesting because Wobbuffet's just, like, got that in his moveset. Mm-hmm. You know? That's that's kind of an uh, all-purpose thing. Sure. Most Pokemon play their, their type. They don't... They don't really have much of a gimmick, but the gimmicky ones are interesting. Mm-hmm. And 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 as far as Pokemon Stadium 2's Gym Leader Castle is concerned, it because everything's retooled and a little more well balanced. We did have to start from. We did have to like wipe the slate clean with each gym. Think mm-hmm. about like what's the typing, what's going to matter the most. Right. Um. Maybe lost a little more commonly. However, where we are right now. In the present, as of this recording, and this will hopefully change as of tomorrow night of this recording, as we nice, get cool. back together and maybe take it take it on again. Oh, man. At, like, the 7th or 8th gym, Team Rocket comes to the gym leader castle and invades. And they're, they're not a gym leader, you know? They don't have a specific type. Yeah. They have stupid gimmicks. What they do... Identifiable ones? Yes. Yes. The first... The first rocket grunt... Uh-huh. And, so, and, it, and it operates the same way. It's like there's like a, a rock, Team Rocket executive as like the leader. And then okay. there's three trainers before him. It's not Giovanni? It's not Giovanni. Okay. Uh, you fight Giovanni in the first one. Oh, which oh is cool. makes sense. Because he's not... Yeah. 
in gold, silver, crystal. Anyway. Right, he's in red, blue. Yeah. Um, the first grunt, his gimmick is explosion. He sends out coughing, wheezing, <laughs> um, garbage, geodude, graveler, and they just explosion. Uh-huh. And so you're just like, well, you just, I mean, there's, that's it. What can you do? You you can kind of. We've lost to him before. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you just get unlucky. Yeah. The second grunt is they will cast toxic and poison you and then they'll just cast protect over and over and over and over does protect have the downturn sometimes it fails yeah it fails on like after like two or three uses Uh but it's just annoying yeah it's just annoying it's just gimmicky it's just in your way you can change pokemon and then you can like play around there you can like try to trick the ai Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's the most annoying one after that is frustration like they a bunch of like literally they they uh, use the move they use the move frustration over and over yeah where your stats go up but you get confused is that right you often get yeah i think it confuses you Uh i don't know it's just really gimmicky really annoying sometimes sometimes we make it that far sometimes we just get unlucky you know, you want to read, especially for the third. The third one is where it gets a little more re- like a real battle because mm-hmm. they have like kind of more real Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they don't even all know frustration. Right. But then you get to the fourth one. We've nicknamed we for no reason in particular. We have nicknamed the fourth and final Rocket Executive Tobias because <laughs> he just looks like a Tobias. We just keep calling him that. But he sucks. He's got Mistrevis. Okay. Ghost type. Yep. Tough. He's got a Houndoom, Dark and Fire. Mm-hmm. Tough. Houndoom's got Flamethrower and Solar Beam and Crunch. Do what? Solar Beam? Yeah. And Sunny Day. Sunny Day, oh, okay. Flamethrower, Solar Beam, and Crunch. Fire type, Grass type, Dark type. Yeah. Attacks. Against and Fire Power Up. And a Fire Power And a Solar Beam Power Up. Sunny Day means you don't have to charge it, right? Right. right cool um he's the he's the hoss Uh he's the hoss to get past yeah but uh and then and then it started with having a mischievous counter and we were like we can cover mischievous Mm -hmm. but then like after time after time the houndoom is the real problem yeah and it just it's not impossible but it is certainly unpredictable and with this calculation on how to get through it all right yeah so i can't remember if this is a mechanic and i want to say it is so if your pokemon is knocked out by an explosion in the first round is that pokemon unusable for the rest of the battles no okay not not for an all six no i i mean all four all four battles no um yeah your pokemon party is revived revived and you can but you still have to choose three of course, yeah. The the thing we've learned about Tobias is Houndoom and Misdreavus are always coming out. Okay. The third one's a wild card, and that's but that's the hardest. We we could have our Misdreavus counter <laughs> and our Houndoom counter, but then he brings out Persian Victory Bell or Golbat, uh-huh. and and you and you know those are those are typey Pokemon. Those are Pokemon that you want to have a type against. You can't plan your entire six Pokemon party around the final battle. Sure. You still want to have, like, tanky ones for the explosion people. Uh-huh. You want to have Wobbuffet to throw the toxic um, yeah. protect squad off their rocker, even though he can't really do damage. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. It's It's been more demoralizing <laughs> than Elden Ring or Sonic Forces. Fuck. <laughs> That's a new one. Sonic Sonic Forces is a real game. No, I know. Sonic Frontiers. Oh, man. Haven't heard you call it that yet, though. Right. That was a real one, too. For the audience, I I keep forgetting the name of Sonic Frontiers. (laughs) I keep wanting to call it Sonic Horizons. (laughs) But this time it was Sonic Forces. This time it was Sonic Forces. Yeah, it's just been really tough. And we've, we've had four or five sessions on Team Rocket alone. Dang. And I'm starting to think that the problem is we switch it up every time. Like we we change something in our party. We need mm-hmm. we maybe we need to just like grind it out. Yeah, just like trust the process. Yeah, let let luck take over. You know, a little bit more. But man, it's 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 been very very fascinating. You know, I had this perception of like what I thought Pokemon Stadium one and two were like. Mm-hmm. What I remember them being like, 
and you know and, and it's such a it's such a prevalent notion these days right is like where's pokemon stadium 3 why don't they just make a new pokemon stadium right why don't they make a new pokemon stadium where we can just like choose from any pokemon mm-hmm. because there's over like a thousand pokemon now and it's they're all it'd be so cool it would be so cool i mean it would you know we've talked about the viability of them like having the entire pokedex uh in a modern pokemon game and how like that's not super realistic right but it would cool pie in the sky dream be it it would be cool to have all pokemon in one game yes however replaying pokemon stadium one and two has truly revealed how much of a nightmare from a development standpoint balancing that would be Mm -hmm. you know even with that is what, you know, 10, 15% of the po- current Pokedex. Right, you know? exactly. It's already like, it's already like, I mean, a literal balancing act. You yeah. know, it's like, ooh, I don't know. You got to make sure none of these Pokemon are better than the others and also set up the challenge. The challenge is presented the gym leader castle mm-hmm. or the stadium mode or whatever. Um, you have to present them as fair challenges in the face of that. Right. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Are they good? Are they like... I think so. Are stadium they, games? Yeah. I think so. And obviously not like timeless pieces of like game history, mm-hmm. but but definitely pretty cool pieces of like Pokemon history, I feel like at the very totally. least. And, and I mean, no generation really got that kind, the kind of game that it is. Even mm-hmm. um, Pokemon Battle Revolution for the Wii <laughs> yeah. was... I remember being so supremely disappointed by that. It wasn't that bad. It was all right. Uh-huh. Um, that one's got really cool visuals. I like that yeah, one's oh, visual yeah. style a lot. Um, and Very this pretty. one too. This one, Pokemon Stadium One and Two, have some really cool effects for some of the Pokemon moves. Some mm-hmm. of them still look really sick. Yeah. Um, the announcer's funny. Yeah, he's great. The some of the music's cool again. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's certainly it, it's it's definitely fun. It's still fun to play. Mm-hmm. If you like Pokemon, it, of course it's fun to play. It's still Pokemon. Nothing's yeah. changed since them <laughs> other than like, you know, it's a smaller roster. Sure. Definitely still a fun, interesting game to play. They're adding it to the Nintendo Switch online plus expansion pack mm-hmm. service soon, so you'll be able to play both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um and I think we're all thinking it now that they just added the Game Boy games to the online um service as well like come on we're walking right into it right i that would be pretty darn cool if there was some and do you mean like true compatibility between the two i think they almost don't have a choice you know back in the most recently i guess on the 3ds they digitally released pokemon like red blue and yellow and they made it compatible with the 3ds where like the pokemon bank and stuff like yeah you upload your pokemon yeah there were, there was some um parody there and i don't know i think they'd be crazy they've, they've already announced that pokemon stadium one and two are coming to the n64 collection mm-hmm. i think i wouldn't be surprised if those like drop themselves first yeah but like surely obviously come on i mean it'd be ideal they're gonna have i mean <laughs> for our parents listening they're gonna drop Pokemon Red and Blue on the Game Boy Collection. I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, we hadn't we hadn't stated it outright directly, yeah. but I, I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I think it's inevitable. That would be super cool. Mm. But yeah, for all y'all listening, whenever it comes out, uh, for whenever Pokemon Stadium One and Two come out, check them out. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know how Team Rocket goes in Pokemon Stadium Two. Write back, and I will write back on whether we've defeated Tobias or not. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make you nervous for the 8th gym and the Elite Four? Dude, no. <laughs> you think they're just like that gimmicky and obnoxious like I do. Team Rocket is? I do. Because I, I think... Because we, we can already... I mean, technically we can look up even the solution to Team Rocket right, right now. Right. But, but, you know, we, we know the Elite Four already. We mm-hmm. even know more what to expect than this random gimmicky Team Rocket matchup. Right. I don't know. We're figuring it out. It's been... <laughs> It's been very frustrating, but it's cool. And Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 are cool. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are cool. That's right. Pokemon still cool. Pokemon still got legs, man. Give it give it one more uh, game. It, forever. It's... That's, that's all that's what we say every single time. God. They'll get it right next time, but well, well no, but the current state of things is yeah. okay. Things are it's looking okay. up. Things are looking up, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. If you this time last year might not have been so optimistic, but mm. the future of Pokemon, whether we like it or not, it's going to be around. It's going to be here to stay forever. Yeah. Um, get used to it, buddy. <laughs> but um, as far as our personal enjoyment, it's uh, it's on a slight uptick. I yeah. would say. Absolutely. It, I'm 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 not going anywhere. Is it still the most profitable franchise in the world? Because I know it was and has been for forever. <laughs> but I, I mean, where the quick Google? I don't care. Yep, Pokemon is currently the number one highest-grossing media franchise worldwide. Wow, we did it, gang. <laughs> we made it. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Through all the shitty games and all the and all the good games, all the good games like new Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap is cool. Pokemon Conquest is cool. It's yeah. Pokemon, you're all right. You're on thin ice, but you're all right. Yeah. All right. We're along for the ride. Yeah, for now. Oh, for better or worse. What what say you? All right, I think it's cool to get us out of here. You have any last words? I hate you, Team Rocket. Go die. Blasting off again. Maybe a wait. Maybe cut that out. I might get, we might get banned from Spotify. What'd you say? Go die. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we advocate killing. <laughs> go faint. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Rocket, go faint. <laughs> I'll take you to Pokemon Center free of charge. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you, as always, for listening to us yammer on about our games. We really appreciate your participation in the Nintendo's podcast. As always, please go follow us on Instagram. Give us a like. We'll post some cool stuff from time to time and keep you updated on when we have new episodes. And be sure you are also following us on whatever platform you're listening to us on right now. Be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. I don't I don't know where we are these days. But yeah. Napster. For those in 2005. But thank you for listening. My name is Brayden. And I'm Connor. And this has been Nintendo's. We will see you on the flip side. Love you. <laughs>